Yo! 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 The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Good morning, Vernon. Good morning, Devin. Good morning. So I uh, got this recommendation from uh, one of my one of the people that I work with about this um, video on YouTube, and it's the strangest secret. Does that that ring a bell for you at all? Strangest no. secret. So it's. Done in like 1950, I believe was the was the timeline on it, but it was uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 1950 is when this was out somewhere somewhere around the 50s, but it's by a guy, old dude, by the name Earl Nightingale. Now that sounds familiar, right? Earl Nightingale. It does. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know exactly. I I'm pretty sure he was more like motivational speaker type guy of, of that era. But he has um, one of his greatest, um, you know, books or stories or whatever that he would do. I don't know if it's like PBS or whatever he would do it on. But one of his greatest things and theories was the strangest secret. And the gist of the same strangest secret is what he was giving people is like the secret to life. Like the idea of what the secret um, to life would be. And for him, the message that he was painting was that having a purpose is the biggest secret of life. And it just comes back to everything that we're doing. And I just thought it was was dope. And I just wanted to put that out there to people. It was literally about if everybody had to set 100 people at the same starting point, you know, in life, born with the same opportunity, same starting point in life, the people with purpose will live life in be successful in their life those people the ones without purpose no matter what the outcome of their life is but the ones without purpose whether they have no purpose but they have a bunch of money you know or and you know whatever whatever way you look at it but those without purpose are the ones that will never really achieve success in life because purpose is tied and connected to success so much outcomes are not you know yeah so have you have you watched ted lasso at all the tv I, I show have, i have not i have not you gotta watch it immediately if not before just so you know okay all right uh like you need to like sign up for apple tv watch ted lasso okay go ahead do it right now like it's ted lasso you know, all right okay. it's so that's how good it is but in the very beginning he gives everybody on a team a book. He gives each person a book that's appropriate for them. So he like gets to know them and then gives them a book that's appropriate for them. It was a very interesting sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But then I like think about what we're doing, our show, 
right? Our show is basically two people reading a book together and then just doing that over and over again. And then I'm thinking about, I've been listening to this. I usually listen to like mostly technical podcasts or like how to think better podcasts, like how to be like more rational or thoughtful or creative. Like, but it's all very like how to, it's all very like improve yourself, improve your life, think better, make better decisions, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then sometime in the last six months, I've been picking up more and more like philosophy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, and like, and it's, it's over my head. Like it's, it's like, I'm in, I'm in too deep. I'm, I'm in way too deep. I'm the people I'm listening to are so much smarter than me that I'm like, Oh, cause you know, when, when I'm in like, when I'm talking about like, Oh, how, how should you solve this thinking problem? That's like home base for me. Right. But when they're like, how do you live a life that when you are on your deathbed, you'll say, I flourished. And I'm like, I don't know. Mm. And they're like, well, this person said that. And like, and then it's just, this conversation just explodes. But the wow. whole, the whole premise of the show that I'm listening, one of the shows that I'm listening to about this is they get together and it's, it's this philosopher at some university meets with somebody else who she likes and they're maybe a philosopher, but maybe they're a theologian or maybe they're a doctor. Who knows? They could be whatever. And they talk about their favorite book that the guest has read and how it relates to philosophy and a mm. life well lived and like having meaning and having purpose and all that. So eventually I got back to what you were, what you were saying. And it's so interesting to me that purpose and meaning I don't think that I spent a whole lot of time in the last 20 years or so thinking about life in terms of like purpose or meaning or fulfillment and rather I spent the last 20 or years or so essentially blocking and tackling over and over again right like, yeah. like coming up with like what's all right what's the next thing okay i did this now i need to do this next thing and then that will create this and then like that's i've been building the whole time and i haven't been doing a whole lot of you know what what's your purpose you know purpose what's the meaning blah 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 all that stuff uh and i don't have any answers to that at this point but i've been thinking about it it's interesting that you're also thinking about it or the person that suggested you listen to this uh guy is also thinking about it yeah, but I, I think we've, I think part of what got us here was that. That was a big part of it. Well, it, I don't think that I knew that, that that was what yeah. it was. This okay. was just another yeah. blocking and tackling. Wow. Right? This wow. was just like another, it wasn't uh, that explicit, right? But it mm -hmm. was like, mm -hmm. it seemed obvious. It seemed like, yeah. oh, let's have this show. Here's the purpose of the show. Here's why we'll do this. Here's what it'll cause. And this is why it will be good. Yeah. And that was my entire focus. And it's interesting that here we are 70 episodes in or something like that. And when I look back on it, that is not at all what I've gotten out of it. No, that's true. It's, <laughs> it, yeah, it's more purpose than anything. It's more, more purpose than anything. It's more purpose than anything. And, it, and that's the beauty of like listening to, you know, him talk about the, the strangest secret. Because um, even just, you know, the, the elements of like success and how it, it's very unique to every individual, right? So that that to me, 
you know, listen, and I don't know if he meant it in this way, but listening to him say, call it instead of the secret to life, the strangest secret is because how, how strange is that? That like we can have, you know, 6 billion plus people on this earth and success looks different to all 6 billion people. Like could look different, maybe similar in a lot of ways. There's people who share similarities in their success, but overall top to bottom, what success looks like, it's different. It's different for me. It's different for you. It's different. And that's the strangest part about it. But ultimately, the biggest secret to it is it's different because it's not about the results. What's the same thing for everybody is that it's totally about those people who have success have their purpose. They're working in their purpose. They're living in their purpose. They're, you know what I mean? Like they're doing things with purpose. And that's what we share. That's the commonality. That's why to me, like, I don't know if he meant it that way, but that was how I interpreted it when it was like the strangest secret. It was the title of his message. Yeah. One of the things that I think about a lot and I don't really know what to do with is that like, do you got it? Do you have any art that you really like in your house? I think we talked about this once, actually. One, one but about, yeah, I, I wish I, yes, yes, we had this kind of, yep. Because I was like, because as you live with it, it, its meaning changes as you change. Mm -hmm. and, I, and like, I find that very interesting. And I think it's the same thing with purpose. Yes. If you're, if you're doing it right, right? Like you, you're like, oh, this is my purpose. And then uh, kind of over time, you're like, oh, it's this other thing. And then you see how those two things relate and how you got from one to the other. So... I don't know. I I don't know what to do with any of that information yet, but I'm definitely in the same sort of yeah. space. Well, I you think are. you're doing it too. It's like our purpose is, is, you know, keep digging. Go, you know, things feel good. Keep digging. Keep going. You know what I mean? Like that. that's what we are. Like, you know, don't make it about money. You know, make it about what makes you happy. Make it about what makes you feel good. You know what I mean? And also reflect on yourself and make sure that like, Hey, are the things that are making you feel good, you know, are they really making you feel good? These things, or is it the attention you're getting? Is it the, you know what I mean? Like knowing what, what, what is the part of this work that you, you really are feeling good about, you know, are you just happy because you can, you know, you, you make X amount of dollars because the point of it is over time, you know, that's not going to fulfill you. Plenty of people thought money was going to be the answer. And most of those people, it's not the case. It becomes more money becomes the answer. Mm. You know what I mean? And that, that's a hard purpose to keep up with. Greed is not a purpose you want to be your purpose in life. That alienates no, it's everything. Not, it's, not a, it's not a great one. No, nah, that's not a good purpose. That alienates everything. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think for me, the one that, uh, and I think that why this works for me, like if I if I was to have a north star and say like you know what is it and could I hold on to it? It's interest. Yes. It's it's am I is do I have an interest? Is there a thing that I'm excited about that like that gets me that gets me riled up? And I know for you, it's uh it's team building. Mm -hmm. It's it's sort of like environment creation. Yeah. Right? Like yep. that's a, it's, it's, it's a super yep. skill that you have. Yeah. Right. Legacy. Yeah. Yep. Legacy oh, yeah, legacy is, is another one, but look, those two are super related, right? Yes. So, mm -hmm. like, it's it's very interesting, you know, that that like environment, that world building, that that, you know, I'm creating this space. Yeah. That's who that's who Vernon is. Yeah, you know? and I, and I know it's we got a, I know we got a chapters to talk about in the time limit, but like, 
just to, to hit on that point is that I realized that was me at a young age. Like I remember, you know, like here I'll make it quick. But I remember in I guess this was seventh grade, we had these uh lunch recess intramurals where we played flag football league, recess intramurals. And I was playing for, you know, the neighborhood football team and like, you know, like, you know, it was like one of the cool kids who played football, like was a good football player. And I remember at like at lunch, all the football players were putting together like super team, you know, they were putting together this super team. And I was like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I was like, I don't want to be on y'all team. Like I want to beat y'all. So I end up with like, Four dudes that was just like couldn't make the team and never played football. One dude loved football though. He he wore jerseys every day. And he was like, Yo, I remember they the the football team, my, my teammates asked me to be on their team, and then this kid asked me to be on his team. And I remember even at that young age, I'm like twelve, and I'm like, I don't want to be on y'all team. I want I wanna trash y'all. So I joined the the kid who wore the jerseys every day, but right. Couldn't play football. We end up winning the flag football recess intramural or whatever. You know, of course, the guys for the team was like, we wasn't taking it seriously, blah, blah, blah. Sure. And I remember just dominating and just like in that moment, like anytime I went pick up basketball, whatever, I was the dude that's like, yo, just give me four. Just give me those four you don't want. Because it, it you're about culture creation, culture creation. I'm you know, I'd be like, yo, shoot, just shoot every time, you know what I mean? That's always been me, even on I take the bums and I'm like, you know, let's go, like, just shoot, like, just defend, don't let him score, and we gonna win, you know what I mean? That That's always been me, and so, like, I, as I became older in my adulthood, like, I, I just stayed in that, and, and that makes me feel good, like, I don't, I don't, you know, I. I'm Dame, I guess I'm Dame Lillard. I don't want to be with all the stars, you know what I mean? But I'm also not going to complain about it, Dame, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm going to live in that. You know, you now, know. You're more, I think it's more, I think it's more Julius Randle without the without the trailer. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Ju- the Julius current Randall. Julius Randle. Yeah. You know, yeah. Julius Randle is just like in New York like this is great. Yeah, I'm going to do whatever exactly. I'm going to do what it takes. Yes. If we win it's going to be magical. If we don't we're going to lay it all out, and, and, out. And, and I'm not going to have resentment, you know, when the game is over because I didn't have, you know, Joel Embiid on the court with me or, you know, LeBron with me. You know what I mean? And and, and that and for me in life, it's the same. It's very similar. We're like, I don't need the best of the best. Just like we, we good. We, we're going to do our best, and we're going to, you know, support one another, and we're going to do this together. And at the end of the day, we got just as good of a chance as anybody else. And, yeah, especially you know? if we, especially if you do the right things, you know. Yep. Like if it, there's there's some right choices, and they're pretty, they're usually pretty obvious. The, yeah. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think about that. I actually think about that with Seth a lot, with a lot of his like podcasts and stuff. And for anybody who's listening, um, the Akimbo podcast, his his podcast is great because it. He really kind of like it's similar to the book. It's very similar to the book. Um, this week though, he's talking about price. Yes, he talks about he talks about uh, price is a story, and I dude, I think about that a lot because one of the things we talk about with your regular job is we're like you know people people aren't 
people are choosing to go to your regular job. Mm, They're making mm -hmm. a choice. They're going, this is where I need to go. I don't need to go to these other places and get these. They're choosing to go to your place. And price is a story for them, right? Like it's – there's good value, so that's part of the story. But there's you know, there's all these other things that come in the price. There's the environment. There's all these other things. And I thought about it, and I'm like, now one of the things over time that you can create with a good price, with the with targeting that correctly, is yeah, you could have value. I think he gave an example of like a fancy restaurant where you know it's very expensive to go, or you could have the the culture that the pricing creates, which is I think he gave another example of a totally different restaurant where there was no tipping, mm -hmm. right? but the culture was hey. Everybody who works here gets paid well. And, uh, you know, I, I think the idea that price isn't about the cost of the thing, but it's instead about the value that's going into it and coming out of it, and that those things are hard to necessarily measure. God, I love that. And I'm, I, I could read a whole bunch of books on just price, I think. So here, here's one that made me think when he, when he was telling his story. Uh, so we talked earlier off here about, um, car repair, you know, and I remember, I uh, you know, I, I finally built a relationship with a mechanic years ago when I, you know, was, was in that stage of life we talked about where your car could just break at any moment, right? Like off air, we had that conversation. <laughs> and I remember I was in that, in that point of my life, you know, before I got to like cars that were dependable. And I had a, a spot that I would go to. And the reason why I made them my place was because of their receipt and it was the first time i ever seen a, a, a auto re, auto repair shop put together a sheet that was broken down to like hey this is what your part costs this is what all the supplies cost needed as well you know or, or you know to repair your car you know whether it was a nail or whatever like anything that they had to purchase to be able to make the repair then it was, this is what our technician, you know, gets paid and what we charge for the hour. So I knew at the end of that bill, everything that was going into it and it all added up. And I just felt like that's fair. Whereas like other places you just get like, you know, 200 bucks and they'd be like, well, for what? Like it would never break it down. It was just 200 bucks. They might put the part in there. And, and then like just like labor and that was it it was just part labor and was, well what labor how many hours how much time i would you know it would just be like an overall blanket labor this place would put like the hourly rate it was great and it was it just built this trust in its price where i was like oh i'll, I'll pay for that i'll put in for that you know um it, it was awesome so for me like pricing listening to what he's talking about is yes you know it is a story and you, your goal is to make your customer, you know, really feel connected to what it is that they're purchasing, you know, like total. And you got to know your audience. He even mentions in there the company that um, the, the place that stopped doing tips like and how that was a challenge because there's an audience of people out there that, hey, their signal is I drop 40 percent on every, you know, meal that I get. And now you're taking that away from me. You know what I mean? So price, price is interesting. But um, one of the things I say for businesses is, is definitely, he mentioned in there, you, you want to be able to have a price that allows you to, some people want it the cheapest price, but then that cheap price does not allow you to have a good working environment. 
you know, i.e. Walmart. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, cheap prices, but the customers know when they go in, they ain't getting no customer service. They ain't getting no cleanliness. They ain't getting no organization. They just sure. get chaos, but it's cheap. So you really need to know what you want to say about your product or your place of business when it comes to the prices. And and that's an important part of it. Yeah. You know, the next, the next, the, the whole next chapter kind of like, oh, I love this one. Right. Yeah. Dude. The, the permission was, yeah. Yeah. Cause he, cause he's talking about like, one of the things he's talking about is like this idea that, uh, fame breeds trust and that fame is, you know, hard to answer, right? Like there's obviously there's like famous, like TV famous, mm-hmm. but there's also like famous, like, I know that locally person. famous, like, like yeah. that's that, that guy handles this and yeah. you'll have that. Like if you talk to go to go back to mechanics, since apparently that's the theme of this show, yeah. right? <laughs> the, the, there's, there's a neighborhood mechanic that everybody kind of knows like, Oh, that guy, he's real good at this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like oh you have this kind of car like that's the guy you should go to like mm-hmm. not everybody knows but like if you talk to the car people if you get a car guy and you talk to them they'll be like oh yeah this is the guy you want to go to and that fame allows him to charge almost whatever he wants <laughs> right like that mechanic when you go to your buddy who you know is a car guy and you're like hey I got this weird problem and he goes oh you need to talk to Frank and he just like hands you a ticket and says go go to this guy that guy can Frank can charge you whatever. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. price doesn't doesn't matter anymore because you know you've got the right person. So that thing where like all of a sudden price is, is communicating one set of things and then there's this second thing that happens and I, I you know he calls it uh, trust mm-hmm. and he, he moves it from like you know just trying to gather people to, to this idea of like once you're the right person, once you have that trust, price no longer matters because you know like oh, I'm in the right space. I, I love that that sort of I love those two chapters right next to each other and that transition to them. Yeah, but that and just to dig even deeper in um you know when he's talking about the next chapter which is uh the uh trust is a scarce um is scarce as attention, right? Is the name of that chapter, chapter 18. Yep. And he talks about uh famous to the tribe you know, that chapter, and then you, you kind of touched on it a little bit with the 1,500, everybody is famous to 1,500 people. And, you know, I think that's even just the regular person. You know, ultimately what he's saying is everybody knows 1,500 people. And even if it's directly or indirectly, we all know 1,500 people. Like, oh, that's so-and-so's son. Oh, yeah, I remember. You know what I mean? Like, we all have that. You know, and even that is enough. To, to start, you know, and he always talks about, um, you know, um, oh, I forget the word he uses, but he's talking about, you know, a- actual, actual uh, customers, your fans, you know, it's another word to use for him. But he's talking about your, your actual fans, you know, and um, everybody has a pool of 1500 people to start to be able to build or, or start a business from a small scale. You know what I mean? And, and get, grab some fans from out of there. But eventually, if you're building right and you continue to build, you can be at 3,000 people. You know what I mean? That are yeah. that are people that you know and that you're famous to. You know what I mean? And, and he says, I think in there, like, I don't know if it was a mechanic or whatever the profession he was talking about, but he was like, that's, like, really good enough. Like, that's good enough to be, like, wildly successful. You know what I mean? You know, like like, to be, like, you know, like 
3,000 3, potential fans. Like, that's a nice market to be able it's to a, start. It's a huge market. And like, and especially if you're not trying to compete with Walmart. It's yeah, massive, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, if you're, yeah. if you're trying to compete with, like, oh, yeah, I – you know, I do X and I do X really, really, really well. And I'm not competing on price. Instead, I'm competing on these other values that mm -hmm. he talks about. You know, that you have plenty of space. One of the things that he talks about, like, is that that idea of enrollment, right? The, the idea yeah, that was sign cool up mm -hmm. to see with to, to see what you have to say. And like, I think that that's that that's an interesting sort of like nuance is that first you get some trust. And then what you want is, you know, to, the to transaction. Yeah. How can 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 I may I can we can we talk about the transaction so that you know that I'm here to actually offer the good? And he mm -hmm. talks about sort of like that, and then balancing doing that, and then continuing to earn that trust and that enrollment over and over and over again. I, I couldn't help but to think about like 2400 when he was talking about that because that mm -hmm. that was the model that like give information, you know, and also have merchandise is what he calls it, have merchandise for the transaction. That's always been kind of from day one what our motto was about is that, hey, we're going to make these videos, show you how to use this product. We're going to, you know, show you how to cook in a simple way, you know, make things taste good, but keep it simple. And the merch is the seasoning that is the key to be able to, you know, achieve exactly what we're discussing. But you're going to learn, like, different ways to cook chicken. You're going to learn different ways to, you know, how to barbecue, how to smoke, how to, you know what I mean? But, you know, if you like us and you and you like the information that we're sharing, now there's a transaction that can happen. And that's with the merchandise, you know, the, the seasoning themselves. So I couldn't help but the thing. And it was like, wow, all right, that is, that's exactly the direction that, we're, we're in right now. That's why we post on social media like we do. And now we just got to figure out the next step of how do we present that transaction? You know, how do we get that information to that next phase of now can we get a purchase of, you know, our merchandise, you know, yeah. or have a place where you can come to try it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's that like you've set up you've done like the groundwork right the, yeah you've laid out this situation and so now it's kind of figuring out like okay well what's the price story that you want to tell yes what's the permission that you want to how how do you want to get permission which is kind of you've already solved and like all right so now how do you want to execute against that permission to say like hey you want to purchase you know and like and working that correctly and sort yep. of like not doing it too much but not doing it too little yeah you know it, and and being helpful to your customers but also making enough money so that you guys can continue to be helpful to more customers it's a it's an interesting needle to thread you know what i mean yes yes but there's a there's a there's a term you know one of the things that the biggest thing i'll take out of this book so far and i, I don't know if it was this book or story Marie, but they both used it um call action you know yeah. call action is one of the things that like so to get on to my week this week, we're we're hoping to be able to release an updated website. So we so we flipped our whole approach and tweaked the, the whole approach of the website, and we're making it more product driven uh, website and more of a focus on the product itself. Um, making it basically so we're do the storytelling from social media, and hopefully that storytelling leads you to the website. And instead of you landing in the story again 
you get a call, you land on a call to action right away. So if you get like, oh, wow, that's nice. Let me go on their website. Boom. Soon as you join a website, there's a call to action. There's the product right there. This the very thing that led you to coming on to this, you know, website um, is right there in your face. And that and that's kind of that's the direction we're going. So on the website, there's so many buy now buttons. And I and that was because it's a conversation we had a little while back where you said like, um, you know, the call to action button, the, the button that, you know, your job's kind of like with every website is like put them everywhere. Right. And that like you got to put them everywhere, put them on, put them, put them, put as many as you can. So, so that's what we're working on. So we got a um, we just are finishing up putting in the slideshow and the slideshow is like our best picture of bottle and results. So, you know, like the last one I put up was make these honey mustard ribs, beautiful picture. And in the background, there's the bottle. And then on the page in the slideshow, when you hit those ribs, it's a buy now. But so, boom, you can learn recipe on how to make the ribs, you know, or at least, you know, get the seasoning that can get you halfway there. Can't give out everything. But the season that can get you halfway there, the season that we use that got that coloring, all of that good stuff. And uh, and then, you know, kind of like the gist of, you know, doing a honey glaze at the end. But, um, yeah, it was, it's something that's like it, it's on every one. So it's it's that that call to action button. You see it, you like it, buy it type deal, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, the 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 it's funny how many people think that people are like just randomly showing up like. I think that the, the mentality for a lot of people who are doing retailing on the internet is similar to retailing on, you know, mainstream, ah, right? Yeah. And yeah, so they imagine that somebody just randomly walks in. I'm just browsing. Yeah, I'm no. just browsing. <laughs> but the reality is, is that that's not how people end up at your website. People wow. end up at your website for like two different reasons, right? One is you're providing an information. So you're a trusted resource so that they show up and they're, they're in there for the trusted resource experience. So, Building a lot of stuff towards trusted resource experience makes sense. The other side of that is that they navigated to your website because they want the thing that you're selling. Because maybe you're a trusted resource or maybe you did something elsewhere that convinced them to go to your website. Because people go to websites. You might, you probably don't, but you might be the number one result on Google. You're probably not. <laughs> but if yeah. you are, yeah. then, the, then the website you need to make is different. But otherwise, you need to have two kinds of pages. You need to have like, what are the trust? Uh, I'm a trusted resource. How can you come back? Why is it important for me to visit your site to learn more all the time? Or, here's how you buy the kumquat, right? Like I'm mm -hmm. selling kumquats. Here how you buy them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That's a good point. I, I that was a real clean way of putting it. Is that, you know, when you're internet retail, no one's just browsing. No one just like no one goes online and just like, oh, let me take a look. Like, especially for a company you don't know. Like you're not browsing a company you don't know. Like something caught your eye. Something caught your eye. Now maybe you might not buy because you click on and you go, Ooh, it's a little more expensive than I'm willing to pay. You know what I mean? But you click with the intention of, hey, if something's on here that's a you know affordable and I like I continue to like what I see, yeah, I, I might give them a try. You know what I mean? So um, no, you're hundred percent right. Whereas like, yeah, you do just go to Macy's and like, eh, I'm just looking around. Um, you know, I'm really going to like foot action down the street, down the, 
you know, a couple doors down, but, you know, I just happened to walk into Macy's entrance and I'm just looking around, seeing, seeing what we have, you know, but yeah, that's a great point. That's a really good point. It's a very clean way of putting it too. Slightly different paradigm, you know, and it's, it's one that, you know, it's easy to make for, for a guy that like me, you know, it's easy to just like get hired to go put buy now buttons on people's websites. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, <laughs> Call action, man. I, yeah, you know, man. that, that word and term and that philosophy is uh is uh, part of my everyday life now i don't know what book deserves the credit is it story brand or i, th- I could have sworn seth, seth used it as well um, yeah so did lean startup actually yeah right lean startup too yeah I, i'm pretty sure they all use this term and this term is like in my life now like daily you know i'm even saying it to my kids like it, it's it's important that, you know that call of action is is it's huge it's huge period if you want to communicate with people on any level it's necessary you know well it's very it's very interesting how when you say what the thing is that you want out of a interaction that you will find out whether or not the interaction can get you that thing absolutely (laughs) so like it's literally just like oh you want this just ask for the thing that's all it is wait a minute you just you just boiled it down (laughs) call of action is literally just telling people what you want yeah. It's it's what you here's a relationship that you know it's starting or it started or we've been in it whatever, and this is what I need or this is what I want. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm here. Yeah, and you know some sometimes it's uh you know uh let's go grab a cup of coffee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if you like guard that converse, you know, if you just like say, well, you know, I, I'm going for coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not a call. Person to might not, the person might be like, all right, have fun. Because exactly. it wasn't a call to action. Wow. That's a great way of putting it. You know, that's a great way of putting it. Look at that. Two, two for two today. <laughs> that's coming a, off smart today. Yeah. That's a big way of putting it, man. I never thought of it from that lens. It's just like, say what you want. Say what you want from people. You know what I mean? It, 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 and how important that is. Don't leave room for any guessing. Yeah, it's, well, it, it's interesting because, like, so this week I did uh, I, I did a second customer interview mm-hmm. um, on that, on the idea that I'm working on, right? And this time I wasn't talking to the owner of the shop. I was talking to an employee. Okay, gotcha. And, and so the interaction was super different, right? Like, the, the, the tone of the interaction was super different. And so I started off with, like, with a question like, Hey, can I, I was like, here's, I kind of set the stage, right? I didn't, I didn't do what the mom test at first says to do. Right. So I sort of like set the stage and I was like, yeah, you know, I talked to this other guy. And so I wanted to know about yours. And, uh, the woman who, who was dealing, who, who deals with that problem was like super guarded in her response. She was like, I don't know. She's like, this isn't, she thought I was trying to sell her something. And then I realized she thought I was trying to sell her something. And I was like, well, yeah, I was like, I'm not actually, <laughs> I was like, that's, I'm sorry, I I miscommunicated what I was asking you. I was like, really what I want to know is how does this thing work? Because I'm curious about like how you succeed at getting your customers what they want. And that's almost exactly what I said. Wow. And she was like, oh, the entire conversation switched, right? Everything about her orientation, which was like super guarded and I don't want to talk to you and you're just trying to sell me something, switched to... Oh, you want to know how I succeed? Here's how I succeed. She told me all sorts of stuff about like, <laughs> oh, well, this is 
you know, the, the thing is that here's the hardest part. This is what the customer really wants. And that's what they, and I know that this is what they want, but I don't, and I was like, Ooh, it's crazy wow. how good if you can not only, so not only can you have the call to action, but can you frame the call to action in a way that the customer or the person that you're interacting with wants to then have that information, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have the two, like my goal was, I want to learn about her process. Her goal was she wanted to talk about herself. So as soon as we aligned those two things, woo. Yeah, it's kind of that permission right there. It was permission. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. It was, it, was a, it was that permission. Like, you know, hey, I'm not trying to sell you on anything. You know, you, I'm, I'm just looking for permission from you to be able to listen, you know, and for you to be able to share whatever those difficult issues are. That, that, that's it. How you make it happen. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, and it was it was cool because a lot of it was like my awareness. Like, let the person tell the person they're a star, and let them tell you why they're a star. Yeah. And it's very interesting. Like when you orient a conversation in that way, you you learn a lot about people. <laughs> They'll tell true. you a whole lot. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, people. True. No matter who they are, people we'll do like like to talk about themselves. Even the most quietest introverts in the world, yeah. once they're comfortable. Everybody likes talking about themselves. So yeah. uh, next week we'll finish off this book. Yes, we will. Um, so we're just going to finish. I think it's like I think it's one extra chapter. Um, so yeah, we'll just, we'll just close this out, um, and then uh, yeah, I think we'll come it's, up with a new come up with a new book after that. Yeah, yeah, it's twenty three. Yep, twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. Yeah, so yep. It's like nineteen to twenty three. So it's like yeah. one extra chapter or something. Another ten minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah I, you know, I got some. I I guess. I don't know whose turn is it. Uh, we, we haven't been doing turns though either. We, yeah, we kind of, we yeah. lost a little bit of the turns because we were like, oh, we both because we both wanted to read something by Seth. I think. Was yeah, that's what it was. So I, we'll sort of figure it out. But yeah, yeah if you if you got one, let me know. And I think I have one that's that someone recommended it, and I don't know. I don't know. It actually. It, so Will Smith just put out a new book. It's it's right now, New York best. New York Times bestseller. I don't even know what it's about, but uh, he just Smith. yeah, he just he just released it uh, last week, and um, recognized Entertainment Forces of the time. Yeah, so uh, it's about his life, but it's also about like, you know, Will Smith's an intense dude. Like he's he's, he's motivational crazy. speaker type. So it might be along those type of lines, overcoming fear. It looks like it has in it. You know, human connection and yeah, but he's you know, a Philly guy. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I, I'm on Team Philly yeah, guys yeah. forever. So. so it's interesting. <laughs> you know, I like go, it. Yeah. So, so it's really just about his journey, his life, his happiness, his inner happiness. You know, outer success, inner happiness. So it's one of it's it's Will Smith, 2021 Will Smith, which is basically has been a guy who's just going around and no longer is it about like music, money, any of that. It's a, just about like who's doing great things in the world who's who's out trying to make the world better and that's pretty much what this book is about you know so um, I, I, yeah me too i someone recommend i have no idea i'm reading it now yeah this is a self-help book basically it's, this is this is self-help yeah let's do it well it's will I'm, yeah i'm on it i'm on his team forever you know all right, all right. it's called so. will too that's so oh is it yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it and, and, and it means will as in you know, will. will, will, having will. So uh, yeah, he's he's 
yeah, he's Tony Roberts these days. So um, I imagine it's nothing about like becoming an actor. It's all about living your best life and purpose. Hmm. I'm yeah. excited. Let's uh, yeah yeah. So we'll do this. Finish off uh, set this week, and then two weeks from now we'll start. Will. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, man. All right. Where can people find us, Ryan? They can find us at theprocessisblackandwhite.com, and they can also search us on all the social media platforms at The Process is Black and White. We'll pop right up. I'm looking forward to this uh, intro. Intro the, and I, outro. So, oh, we, you do, we got, oh man, we got an intro and we got an outro. So, so uh, <laughs> make sure if you if you do look us up, send us a message and tell us what you think of the intro and the outro. Yeah, I listened to the last intro. I like that one. I like that one. I like the explanation one better. So I'm 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 curious. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for this one. <laughs> All, All right, right I'll next yeah, week. Yeah, man. See. You. All right. And that's all the time we have this week. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Process is Black and White. Come join us next week where the journey continues on the road to successful entrepreneurship. For further information, go to www.theprocessisblackandwhite.com. Any views or opinions represented on this podcast do not constitute financial advice or any other advice. Vernon and Devin inspire you to conduct your own due diligence before making any personal financial decisions.